Hi, my name is Jin Lally. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. I hope you've been keeping well and trying to limit what goes into the stress bucket by not thinking too negatively. Um, And by that, I mean thinking more positively as much as you can. And I hope you've been getting good sleep because, you know, sleep empties the stress bucket uh, as well. So make sure your quality of sleep is all okay. And today what I wanted to talk about is that phrase that people say often. Uh, I don't hear it so much now, but I still do hear it occasionally. Oh, men don't talk about mental health. Now, I'm going to caveat this, first of all, before, you know, we start, anyone starts protesting about this. Not all men and also not all women either. Okay, so some some women don't talk about men like to talk about mental health. And some men are quite happy to talk about mental health. So I know it's a generalization. But I just want to talk a little bit around that phrase where people sometimes say, oh, well, men, you know, they find it really difficult to talk about mental health. They find it very difficult to ask for help. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to do anything about it. They will just sit with it. Now, I hate this phrase. I don't think it's true. And any time anyone says it to me, I'll say I don't believe that at all. Because that's not been my experience at all. The reason men don't want to talk about mental health is because there's an impression that mental health, to have to talk about your own mental health, is to start unpicking your problems. And it's just, you know, by now, if you've listened to enough of my podcasts, the solution focused way is, you know, doesn't do that. Now, last week, I gave my first in-person presentation for 18 months. I've been doing it all over webinar recently, so um, because of um, certain situations of lockdown. Um, but prior to that, I, I used to give a lot of in-person presentations in and around Edinburgh and the uh, rest of Scotland um, and down into England and London as well. But this was my first one for 18 months. I was actually a little bit nervous. Uh, the reason being as well, one, that the fact that it was my first in-person event and how was it going to go? But secondly, it was for a company of roofers. So you can imagine who my audience was. It was mainly men out of a group of about 30. I think there were, including me, there were four women. Everyone else was male. And the company is run by a husband and wife team who are absolutely lovely. And I did a talk there. And you know, it you do have to think about who is your audience. Any speaker will tell you that. Who is your audience? Can you pitch this right to your audience? And I felt fairly confident with it. um, And we were just going to see how it went down. Anyway, there was lots of conversation around mental health in that room for an hour. Absolutely opened up the conversation. There There were men of all ages, very young, some very young men, you know, who was obviously just starting out in roofing, I think, looking like apprentices or something. And a lot of very experienced older men as well. When I got talking to some of them, they'd been with the company for a long time. They'd been roofers all their lives. And the other thing is, so obviously some very strong Scottish accents in that room that even I had trouble understanding. And I grew up with Glaswegians. So I'm very partial to a very rough Glaswegian accent. However, this was this was a challenge with some of them for me. They were talking so fast. But the conversation completely opened up about mental health and everyone was really su- pleasantly surprised, I'll say. I was going to say surprised, but pleasantly surprised. So this is a group of men who might not talk about mental health in that way. But I think if you can pitch it right, 
men do talk about mental health. And the way I talk about mental health is this pragmatic, logical, practical approach. You know, and, and this is, you know, again, generalizing, that is sort of the male brain tends to work that way, more in that logical, practical way. And a lot of women's, mine included, also likes to work in that way. So that's my angle that I come from. And it tends to resonate with that kind of logical mind a little bit better. Because I don't talk about the fluffy stuff around it. And I actually don't talk about anxiety and depression in loads of detail. I'll talk about solutions. So when you've got that really practical, pragmatic talk around it, People do talk about it. Anyone would open up about it. The other thing I do that people find surprising is I joke about it, you know, and I don't joke about it to demean mental health. I'm saying, look, we've all been in this situation. I give examples, you know, you know that the examples I use are, you know, imagine you've got a meeting to go to tomorrow and you think about it negatively. Now for this group of um, roofers, I said, imagine you've got a roofing job to go to tomorrow and you think about it negatively. You know, really trying to bring them real life examples because we've all had stress. And we talked about family stresses and how family stress affects work, how work stress can affect family. You know, everybody's been affected by this. But there's some people that have got a real handle on their mental health. And in our audience, there was definitely a few people and people said, oh, yeah, so and so over there. He's really good. Like He's so laid back. Why doesn't he let himself bother him? Anything bother him? And again, we talked about the structure of the brain. This is what he's doing. He's not letting anything go into his stress bucket. He's making sure he limits what goes into his stress bucket. So taking that practical approach, presenting it with a little bit of light humor, giving really tangible solutions around sleep. You know, I'm not going to talk, you know, I know this isn't going to go down well. And frankly, it doesn't go down well with me if someone said, oh, let's let's do a little mindfulness session or a meditation. That's, you know, I knew my, that audience were not going to be ready for that. And it doesn't necessarily appeal to me. But if we can talk about all the, the things that we do fit into our day, sleep, mainly trying to focus on things going well, making sure we're limiting what goes into our stress bucket, understanding how we identify our polar bears of life, the dangers that come towards us, then this makes it a lot more pragmatic. And the conversation around that just opens up completely. So the next time you're talking to someone who you know is maybe logically minded, doesn't want to talk about mental health, there are ways around it. There's definitely ways around it. And you can open up the conversation. Absolutely determined to do that. And so the next, anyone knows that if people say to me, men don't talk about mental health, I'll say they do. They just need the right approach. Interestingly, my client base has um, often been a very quite male heavy um, because men tend to like my approach. I've had uh, a lot of gentlemen get in touch with me after this podcast as well, because just the way I talk is very matter of fact. They're short, sharp episodes, very matter of fact, I get to the point. Equally, the females I see and the women I see are also quite logically minded as well, you know, that they just like that approach. So I'll always speak to people to make sure that they feel that my approach is good for them. I explain how it is, very logical, solution focused. There is there is a place to go into the past, to have some counseling, to feel like you really want to just explore things that may have happened to you. 
and in which case I refer someone to one of my colleagues as well. So I've got a few, I've got my little therapist black book where I will refer people on. And sometimes I'll do that halfway through therapy with me as well. If I feel that something keeps coming up, I think you need to explore that. Maybe you need to see a counsellor as well. I'll carry on with you. So I'm not knocking any other approach, but you know yourself well enough. I always say you're the expert of you. You know yourself well enough to know what would be right for you at the right time uh, as well. So please try and think about that, that talking about mental health should be very practical because we've all had stress in our life, all of us. There's not anyone in this world who's never had stress. It's just that some people refuse to put it into their bucket. Other people will put it into the bucket, but know how to take it out. And unfortunately, other people let it pile into their bucket and they find it very difficult and it becomes overwhelming. That's where people like me, therapists, counsellors, personal trainers, nutritionists, we're all here to help uh, as well. So there's, there's no shame in asking for help when you need to as well. But find the approach that's right for you. And don't let anyone tell you that men don't talk about mental health. If, if anyone says that to you, send them my way uh, and I will knock that straight back out the park, that one. So slightly different episode today, just to make you think about that, really. And, uh, you know, you might disagree with me. Uh, If you do, please send me a message. If you agree with me, also send me a message. I'd like to open up that discussion uh, a little bit more. So let me know what you think uh, about that. Uh, remember, keep listening to the podcast. Uh, if you enjoy it, make sure you're getting your friends to listen to it as well. That there'll always be someone that you think that might be able to benefit from it. If you can leave me a, a wee review, I would really appreciate it. If you've got any suggestions of topics you want me to talk about, just send me a message. Uh, definitely just get in touch with, you know, all the usual ways. I don't need to explain all that to you. Um, have a look at my website. My contact details are on there, but you can send me a message by any of the social medias that I'm on, which are mainly LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, when we talk about some more stress bucket solutions, keep sleeping, keep that stress bucket empty, keep doing your three P's as well. Remember those? Go back and think about those three P's. Take care until next time. Bye for now.